0: FrequencyCast, Startup in progress.
1: Hi and welcome to FrequencyCast, the UK's digital TV and technology show. At FrequencyCast, it's our mission to keep you up to date with today's tech, answer your questions and keep you entertained along the way.
0: Our shows are driven by your feedback. You decide what we talk about and we'll do the rest. Here's what we'll be looking at today in show 121.
1: All change for Facebook likes. We visit an electronics rally. Reading glasses with a twist. Inspiring youngsters into technology. Plus Snapchat, Wi Fi, and marshmallows. First
0: off, here's Pete with the latest tech news Frequency cast. Now loading. News.
1: The tech headlines for March 2016, and first up, good news for DAB radio listeners, as a new group of national radio stations went live on the 1st of March. These include Talk Radio, Planet Rock, Jazz FM, Heat and Talk Sport 2. Some of the stations use the new DAB Plus format for those with suitable radios. To get the new channels, you'll need to perform an auto-tune or scan. Six more stations are expected to launch on the new national channel before the end of the month. Next, good news for lovers of the Raspberry Pi, the Pi 3 has just been released. It includes built-in Wi-Fi and Bluetooth and is one and a half times faster than the previous model. Boasting a 1.2 gig processor, the price is a mere £27, but note you may need to upgrade your power supply to one that can handle 2.5 amps, which is needed to cope with a more powerful board. Some breaking news, the electronic book service Nook is set to cease this month here in the UK. Barnes & Noble has just announced that the Nook bookstore and the Android app will close on the 15th of March and users of the Nook will need to take action if they want to keep their content. An email will be sent out to affected customers. Next, news for Office 365 users who collect their emails using POP3. A new version of Office 2016 has been pushed out to subscribers, but there's a bug that means emails are deleted from the server, preventing you from getting your emails on other devices. Microsoft has issued an apology and is working on a fix. In the meantime, they advise that you roll back to a previous version of Outlook. Details on how to do this on our show notes. Next, some bad news for iPlayer users without a TV license. Traditionally, if you only watch catch-up TV, as opposed to live TV, you didn't need a TV licence. The Culture Secretary, John Whittingdale, has announced that this loophole will be closed as soon as possible. The change will require approval from Parliament, but it seems that change is on the way. And finally, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and LinkedIn. Well, it looks like those names are about to be joined by a new social media app. Called People, with a double E, this launches in March. It's a service that allows you to rate your friends, giving each person a people number. It's been dubbed by some as Yelp for Humans and allows you to rate people in the same way that you rate cafes and restaurants. It first launched in November last year, but was quickly pulled after an online backlash. The newly launched People claims to be a positivity app designed to bring kindness to the world. Well, we'll have a look at this in more detail next month, but if you fancy giving it a try, we'd love to know how you get on and what your score is. I am not a number, I'm a free man.
0: Thanks very much, Pete. For more tech news, go to frequencycast.co.uk forward slash news, or follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Frequencycast, now Focus.
1: Frequency cast 121. Hello, Kelly.
0: Hello, Pete.
1: Now, I know I've said this before, but, wow, you're looking very, very stunning today, if I may say so. The off-the-shoulder thing, very nice.
0: That works for me, does it?
1: It works for me as well.
0: No, oh, of course it does. Tight jeans and off-the-shoulder top.
1: Oh, poor listeners, this is radio. You can't see what I can see.
0: <laughs> oh, I don't know if they'll be that excited.
1: Well, if I were to take a picture of you now and put it up on Facebook... What sort of things do you think would happen?
0: Well, I've no on your personal one or on our frequency cast one.
1: On the frequency cast one, when you click on like, you get these ones: you get a like, a love, a ha ha, a wow, a sad, or an angry. What do you think about that? Any thoughts on this new Facebooky thing?
0: I feel like that's just trying to get away really from the dislike button.
1: You want the sort of sympathise thing when someone says they've had a problem in their life. There's never been a way of acknowledging it. Like is, oh, I like the fact you're miserable. So having a sad face at least is a way of doing it. Uh, wow, laugh, love. laugh and lo- Love and like I don't really get the difference between.
0: Do you know what makes me sad, though? This is definitely going to encourage people to put one of those like more depressing statuses that are all like, woe is me, that generally wind me up. They mm. basically want the attention rather than... I mean, I only really put things on my Facebook if I think they're very funny.
1: I love your Facebook feed. It's brilliant.
0: <laughs> do you? Oh, I'm glad.
1: It's all those girls' night outs you're always on.
0: Yeah, that's oh, yeah. true. That's very true. And there's always hilarious faces. We never do the, um, the good poses. Well, I, at times they try, but I'm not very good at them. So I always put all funny faces from behind.
1: It was one of you and your sister, I saw the yeah. other day where you were kind of sucking a lemon face. That was fun.
0: Yeah, someone said at least I looked very thin. But yeah, I did, um, I looked quite atrocious.
1: So can I put that on the Facebook feed for Frequency Cast and see who likes, loves, ha ha's, wows, sad and angries? Go for it. Done. I'll find a picture of you, either of you, today recording or from our back catalogue of images, molecules, and see what... uh, No,
0: not that one. (laughs) Definitely not that one.
1: Listeners, have a look on our Facebook feed. There'll be something up there. And let's see, let's get some likes, loves, ha-has, wows, sads or angries. And this time next month, we'll see what you did with it. How's that for a challenge?
0: Oh, yeah, I guess. I feel like this is definitely going to go against me.
1: We shall see how it goes, and you can get your revenge next month, and do one of me if you want.
0: Definitely, I am definitely doing that.
1: So that's Facebook, all change. How's your month been? Have you been busy?
0: I'm always busy.
1: Do you know I've had one of the busiest months ever? Hence, recording right at the last minute for this particular show. <laughs> I was doing. Have you have you come across the term STEM?
0: Yes, I know a lot of STEM.
1: Ah, did you know I'm a STEM ambassador?
0: I did. You go into schools, no?
1: I do. I was in school last week helping out talking about the space station to a primary school year five and year four kids primary school stuff. Really rewarding. Loving doing that. And that was brilliant. Helping out the Girl Guides with their radio experimentation stuff quite recently as well, which is all good. And helping out at the YMCA. They do a sleep out for the homeless thing. I didn't sleep out. And the reason I mentioned STEM is I wanted to talk to you about girls in tech because you're a bit of a girl, aren't you? I am. And you're a bit of a techie as well, aren't you? I am. There you go. How do you think we should help to encourage young girls to get into the sort of the science and technology areas?
0: Oh, that's such a difficult question. And and I actually do a lot of this at work with um, a project called Athena Swan, which is kind of more for um, like the he education um, sector. But I think a lot of it needs to be actually promoting the people in those areas. You don't see enough of them, I think. I don't think you see enough of people in that area in general. But even if you look at something like the Big Bang Theory, for example, where you've got a group of four scientists, they're your lead characters, not one of them's female.
1: Well, hang on, what about Amy Farrah Fowler? No. She's a scientist, she's a brain scientist. But
0: they brought her in later. That wasn't the initial plot. It's, it's about the foundations of what you, you expect to begin with. And so that continuously ends up being the case unless you kind of get into this um, gender equality, um, racial equality element on television. Sorry, that's my rant.
1: (laughs) Well, funnily enough though, you've touched on uh, the reason I've brought this subject up. EDF, the electricity company, tried to do their bit to sponsor getting women into engineering. So it was a kids project called the Pretty Curious Programme where groups of girls had to design, develop and use science, technology, engineering and maths to build a project. That was the aim of this thing and let me talk you through some of the things that the girls did. Of the four prize winners, a smart curtains was one of them, a smart fridge and a sleep monitor. So that's the projects that the girls came up with. The winning prize was something that harnessed kinetic energy from the thumb using wind-up triggers and the winner of this girls contest was a boy.
0: Are you joking?
1: I am not joking at all.
0: Well, how did that happen?
1: Because the gender equality thing came in and to make it fair and open to everyone, they had to open it to the male gender as well. And a boy came up with the better project.
0: It pretty much just sums it up, doesn't it, really? I mean, good on him, to be honest. If he won, hands down, then good on him. There's no reason why he shouldn't be completely celebrated. But if you're going to put money into celebrating or to pushing women in a certain direction, then that makes no sense.
1: That is just crazy. You know, girls competition won by a boy. Which one would you vote for then, Kelly?
0: Oh, I definitely would have gone for Smart Curtains. For someone who's always in a rush, I definitely could do with that.
1: Smart, I don't get the point of smart curtains
0: there is a, There's a lot of reason I cannot tell you how many times in the week I just run out of my house Leave my curtains shut all day And the general laziness in my house Is that we'll just leave the curtains shut all day And that's not right Why? I don't know
1: There's nobody in to care And nobody outside would notice
0: And then also, if you've got like a burglar watching, they'll just think you're on holiday and you've kept your, your curtains shut all this time. In fact, when you are on holiday, that would really help.
1: I'm not feeling the love on that one, I'm afraid.
0: Well, I think you're wrong.
1: Now, I kind of assumed if it was like an alarm thing, in the morning the curtains opened and you woke up with sunlight, I'd get that.
0: Well, that's pretty nice in itself. But still, even just so that you do not have to think about pulling open the curtains...
1: Let us move on to something more exciting. Another girl in tech, you, at an electronics rally last month. <laughs> you enjoyed that, didn't you?
0: Oh, you love it. You just left me. You said that you were going to be there, I'd get breakfast. What happened was I got a bit of buttered French stick and I got left...
1: Well, Kelly, I take you to all the nicest places, don't I?
0: Oh, I know. You wake me up the early hours of a Sunday morning to go to an electronics fair.
1: Oh, you're going to get a present here. Look at that. Oh,
0: yay! I've got my badge. I'm so excited.
1: Excellent. You've just got a badge engraved. I must admit, when I saw you walk through the door today, I thought you've had a good night.
0: Uh, yeah, it was probably too good a night and I was suffering a lot.
1: Well, you brightened up a bit now. It's the uh, 15 Red Bulls seem to make a difference.
0: Oh, it's the Red Bulls and the, and the buttered roll.
1: That helps with no bacon.
0: No bacon, no. How
1: can you not eat bacon?
0: Oh, I just don't like it. I'm sorry, Pete. There's
1: no accounting for taste. OK, so we're an, at an electronics fair. It's been pretty busy. There's about 500 people here. Have you had fun?
0: Oh, do you know what? I find these things so fun. It's more kind of... Well, there's loads of. but Everyone's really happy and chatty, and you meet a ton of new people all the time. Uh, but also, it's the stuff that people sell at these things are just incredible. I, I, I forever find the weirdest things.
1: So, what have you found? You've had a good old traipse around. I can see old sort of uh, radio receivers, I can see all sorts of electronics components, uh, lots of batteries behind us. So, there's quite a lot of stuff here. What have you seen?
0: Well, I feel a little sad that I've not managed to find anything to really rival the horseshoe that I found last time, but I have found a guy with half a satellite.
1: Do you mean half a dish?
0: Yes. I don't know who's going to buy that, but that was an interesting one. I also found The Chronicles of Wireless.
1: Oh, that lovely book. Yes. Okay, that's, that's fine. Good read.
0: I didn't pick it up. It looked quite old and um, almost vintage and I didn't want to damage it in any way, shape or form.
1: That sounds like you describing me.
0: That's true. That, yeah, basically, you can go and sit yourself next to that book.
1: And look over there, there's an old sort of uh, manual typewriter. That's a bit random.
0: Yeah, there, uh, there is a lot of random. And then, bearing in mind we are at an electronics fair, there was also a collection of Beatrix Potter books.
1: I agree, it is a bit random. we got uh, a gentleman standing next to me selling all sorts of... Uh, gadgets and electronic paraphernalia Uh, your name's Charlie I believe isn't it Charlie it is hello hello what are you selling today
2: a variety of assorted gubbins and knickknacks I suppose is the best way of summing it up everything from a programming cable uh, clip-on ferrites handheld aerials USB adapters uh, speaker microphones uh, all sorts really
1: are you doing your Arduino
2: type thing still in one of the many boxes you see before you, there are some Arduino bits and pieces. There's a couple of the um, Arduino UNOs uh, which we use for uh, APRS uh, and uh, tracking and uh, even Morse code generators. Uh, there's some LEDs in there somewhere as well, there's some Ethernet shields, there's all sorts of weird and wonderful tech. And what are people buying today? The most popular item I would probably say is a programming cable. They've been going like the clappers. Um, Again, people have been buying little bits and pieces, so it's kind of like
1: a pick and mix shop. Connectors, adapters. Wow, you've been keeping busy. It's still pretty busy here. I'll let you get back to your selling. You've got a bit of a queue going on there and some Costa coffee. What more could you want? Can't function without coffee. So there you go, it's all fun, isn't it?
0: It is always, Pete.
1: What's been great as well is people have been coming up to you, shaking you warmly by the paw, and saying, you're on that video!
0: Oh, don't, you, you you just love embarrassing me. I swear that you've just stood behind me, pointing at me, going, it's her, it's her!
1: Well, we don't get you out very... Oh, look, we're being photoed here. Ah! Come on, paparazzi time. <laughs> great isn't it
0: you're so embarrassing Pete
1: right now would you like me to buy you an extra copy of uh, wireless chronicles before we go
0: oh well if you wouldn't mind but I, I want a full set I don't just want that one if there is if it is a chronicles then I want them all
1: the encyclopedia of wireless I'll see what I can do
0: thank you very much
1: there you go girls in tech doing your part to promote women in technology well done Kelly
0: Thank you very much.
1: Oh, we nearly got you up on stage, though, didn't we, at one point? you did. You, I've never seen you run so fast. Someone said, get Kelly up on the stage. And uh, you ran a mile, didn't you?
0: I did. And the saddest part was after that, somebody came up to me and said, you don't look anything like you do in your video, and then frowned at me as to say, you're better on screen, which is why we do radio. <laughs>
1: Right, the last story, this is a little bit of an odd one. I keep an eye on all sorts of technology feeds and blog posts and everything. And this was one, uh, they always start like this, Scientists in America Have. Do you read those all the time?
0: Yeah, there's so many of
1: them. Well, this one was talking about a new kind of lens they've developed. So, you know, sort of glasses and magnifying glasses all have curved lenses. This is a flat lens, completely flat, no curve. And the, the advantage of that is it means it takes up a lot less space. So for say a smartphone camera, you can have a flat lens without having the sticky outy bit, which means you can make them really, really, really thin. And they're talking about camera lenses and glasses that are sort of as thin as a bit of paper, as opposed to sort of thick, chunky stuff.
0: Oh, I thought that lenses had got pretty thin already.
1: But paper thin.
0: But paper thin, like the amount that it costs you to get your lenses anyway, do you really want them paper thin?
1: It's more you can put them on tech. So you can imagine maybe, I don't know, a pair of binoculars or a pair of glasses or a camera on the back of your smartphone that is so thin it isn't bulgy. And potentially of course you can get a better focal length without having to physically change the shape of things.
0: I've never had a need for glasses. I can imagine that that is quite good for a lot of people.
1: What really got me, though, was reading this story, I ended up following a link which was talking about how they're bringing uh, new lens technology to uh, developing countries, so African countries, where eyesight is a big problem. And it led on to a link called Eye Justers. And I'm sitting there looking at this link thinking, we've met them. Do you remember?
0: Yes, I do. And you were talking about reading glasses and lots of things that I had absolutely zero knowledge of.
1: Well, my mum, bless her, she uh, has reading glasses and she's constantly losing them. And there's a big issue with reading glasses, which is it depends where you have the bit of paper. So some people have different types of reading glasses and bifocals and everything else. But Justers have solved it. They did. So we caught up with Owen at, uh, it was Gadget Show I think in Birmingham, wasn't it?
0: Seems like ages ago. Let's have a listen.
2: So these are adjustable focus reading glasses. They're designed for people who have lots of different pairs of reading glasses, plus one, plus two, plus three, one for the computer, one for a tablet, one for reading, one for close-up work. And these are a single pair of glasses that replace all of your reading glasses.
1: My mummy's going to love you because she's got, A, she's always losing her glasses, uh, and B, she's always got the wrong one. She needs computer glasses, she's got a, uh, a Kindle, She struggles with the screen a bit, so this is something that she can adjust uh, to uh, whatever she's looking at, is that right?
2: Yeah exactly, you put them on, you turn a little dial that's hidden behind the frame and that changes the lens focus and you just keep turning until everything becomes clear. And if you change your activity, you change what you're doing, you can just change it again.
1: So without going too much into the science of this, how is this actually working? How are you able to adjust that?
2: So you have a sliding lens inside a sealed capsule and the lens has a special surface shape on it um, which uh, there are two lens surfaces as you move them across each other they cancel each other out to different degrees and that changes the lens focus so it's a little it's a little lens unit that slides about inside a few millimeters backwards and forwards and uh, it's sealed up against dust and moisture so and it's as thin and as light as a normal pair of glasses
1: wonderful they're actually pretty good aren't they
0: yeah, I mean, I've always been quite lucky. I've never had any issues with my site, but I know from family members that it just seems to be an absolute nightmare and they never find the right ones or something always gets lost very easily and then you put it down and then they tread on them and then it becomes another issue as if it's all just in one place, there shouldn't be a problem.
1: Now you see I'm the other way, I'm slightly short sighted. I'm wearing contacts at the moment. When are you going to bring out a set of glasses that will do short sighted correction? Basically binoculars with a little dial on that you can wear. How far away are you from that?
2: Well, it depends, we're, we're, we can do it with this technology. It's just about finding the right way of bringing it to market. Um, certainly if you're wearing contact lenses, these will work fine for you. You can just put them on over your contact lenses and they'll work because your, lens, your vision is already corrected for distance. So they'd be perfect for you right now. Um, and we are uh, we are exploring how to do distance vision bonds, but it's just finding the right application. Really, these are these are perfect for um, for what people need here in the UK. People need a pair of near vision glasses. We think that um, people really really enjoy them.
1: And you see a lot of these in supermarkets, don't you? you see shelves with various. Uh pairs of reading glasses that obviously don't need a prescription, you just pick them up when you've lost your other set. So that's clearly the market you're going for.
2: They're actually a lot better than the ones you find in the supermarket, as well as the, obviously the frames are a much higher quality. Uh, one of the things we did when we were looking at these was, we we looked at how people were buying their reading glasses now. We did a, a survey, a YouGov survey, and it found that only about 29% of people felt confidence that to go into a supermarket and pick up a pair of reading glasses and that they'd have the right power and it's because there it's it's a completely different environment when you're in a supermarket you're seeing you've got these terrible test charts and it's completely alien to what you normally do and you pick the wrong pair of glasses and that worries people with these you can be much more confident you can put them on you can twist them you know that you can still change them when you get home and um so yeah we're trying to establish a new category of glasses uh, between prescription and just basic reading glasses
1: I can certainly see a market for this like you say in a supermarket it's so confusing to pick the right ones brilliant Uh, so if someone wants to find out more uh, you've got a web address we can send them to
2: yes go to uh, ijusters.com e-y-e-j-u-s-t-e-r-s.com
1: there you go so that's everything covered we've looked at Facebook we've looked at girls in tech uh, we've looked at the electronics show that you really thoroughly enjoyed and the bacon butty without the bacon, and adjustable eyewear. What a show.
0: On a really random note, though, have you been playing around with Snapchat recently? No. Not at all?
1: I've played with it, but not recently.
0: So, recently, they've started adding a lot of these face recognition things on where you can, like, absorb your face and do lots of different things. So, it turns you into a dog, it can make you into a unicorn, and every day they change. But the latest one is that you can do it with two people and they switch your faces onto each other.
1: Is this something we're going to have to try?
0: It is the funniest thing ever.
1: Is this what we end up putting on Facebook today then?
0: Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's what we should do. You'll look amazing in an off-the-shoulder top.
1: (laughs) Right, that's what we're doing. That is going on Facebook, Kelly, OK? OK. Done. Done. You're listening to FrequencyCast, the free UK tech show. With the cost of hosting our shows on the increase, we're looking to our listeners for a little help. If you enjoy our shows, we'd really appreciate it if you'd make a small donation to help cover our increasing costs. We've set up a PayPal donate button on our site and we'd really appreciate your support. Please visit FrequencyCast.co.uk forward slash donate if you fancy giving us a hand. FrequencyCast, providing a tantalising take on tech for 10 years.
0: FrequencyCast. Now loading. Interaction.
1: Interaction time, Kelly. And do you know what? We had a text message.
0: We had a text message?
1: Yeah, let me hand you the phone. There you go. Are you ready? Hang on.
0: I don't think I've ever used this phone. I'm so excited. Oh, Euro Millions.
1: Five free entries to Euro Millions. That was it. That's all that's happened on our text line.
0: I can't believe I got that excited for nothing. That was a lot of energy, Pete, unnecessarily.
1: I know. So, dear listener, please make Kelly's day. 07882 043 Send Kelly a message. You'll love you forever.
0: Yeah, and I don't, I don't want your version of spam. I, I want something good.
1: Right. Interaction. Your letters, your phone calls, your spam, all sorts of things. And the first one is from Terry B in Northumberland. And I love his email address. Just look at the beginning part of that.
0: Wrong demographic. Amazing.
1: I know the feeling, Terry. OK, and he's asking for a bit of help. I must admit, I don't know the answer to this one. And you're going to love reading this one out, Kelly. I'm sure he's done this just to uh, uh, challenge you.
0: Well, I'm going to put it out there and say, please bear with me, Terry. He says, I listen to your podcast and wonder if either of you or any of your listeners can help me to resolve a thorny issue. For about six or eight years now, I've been using top-filled... 5810 PVR to record up to two channels for later viewing. Some of these I subsequently move onto my MacBook Pro to access via iTunes, facilitated by the USB port on the 5810, MPEG, stream clip and handbrake software. I haven't seen anything out there to replace my increasingly dicky 5810 Do you or your listeners know of anything that I can use on the MBP or circumvent the MBP, i.e., go from software, firmware to direct, record on programs to do to my HDDs? Do
1: you know that just sounds like a noise towards the end?
0: (laughs) I actually thought I did okay.
1: You didn't do bad. If you can help, Terry, please get in touch. Any ideas on how to uh, overcome some of these problems?
0: Well, no, I'm quite proud of myself, though.
1: You did very well. Right, have a crack at the next one. Uh, This is from Mel Kenyon. And this is in response to a question we had last month, um, asking about whether you can use power line adapters to extend Wi-Fi. I said no because Powerline is all about mains and Wi-Fi is about wireless. Uh, But uh, Mel has some thoughts on that one for us.
0: Yes, Mel says, In the February podcast, you said you can't use Powerline adapters to extend Wi-Fi. But of course you can, and I do. If you use things like Devolo DLAN 500 Wi-Fi, I have two both with the same SSID and password as the main router. And it's the only way I can roam on Wi-Fi throughout a house with very thick walls.
1: So there you go. Yes, I think possibly a slight misunderstanding on my part there. I was assuming the question was... Can you extend Wi-Fi using one of these devices, uh, as opposed to the range of the internet using one of these devices? But thank you for the clarification, Mel. Most appreciated. And finally for this show, our regular Nicholas Skippings got in touch. He spoke to us a little while ago about the Motorola G third-generation phone, and he wanted to know whether it would be able to take the Android 6 OS, which of course is called Marshmallow. Lovely name for an operating system.
0: So Nicholas says, Hi Kelly and Pete, I recently contacted you about when the Motorola G third generation would receive the new Android 6.0 Marshmallow system update. On the 13th of February, it was promoted that the Android 6.0 Marshmallow system update was available for download and install. I have done the update but I have not yet had much time to try out the many new features that Android 6.0 Marshmallow bring to the Android party but I have noticed that the camera interface is slightly different and that the lock screen's times, and dates are bigger and bolder font.
1: So it sounds like he's having fun with Android 6, which is the latest version of the operating system. He also says it now runs nice and smoothly on his Moto G 3rd gen. It sounds like he's uh, enjoying it. And he finishes up here by saying...
0: I'm impressed, and it looks like the overall improvement on the previous Android 5.11 Lollipop. Lollipop? They have great names. He continues to say... I would like to know what impact the proposed 3.02 merger in the UK will have on Tesco Mobile and its customers if the merger is approved.
1: Yeah, interesting question. We don't really know yet. So Three and 02 merging together. How is that going to affect these virtual networks like Tesco Mobile? Can't see a huge amount of change, but uh, it will be interesting. So uh, if we find out, we will let you know. And that's it. Thank you, Nicholas very good to hear from you and everyone else that's been in touch uh, and uh, if you do want to have your say and get in touch with us obviously we'd love a text message wouldn't we kelly
0: oh we really would please text us on 07882 521. it's the cost of a standard text
1: or you can send us a voicemail the phone number is 0208 133 4567 and we'll play your voice on the radio for you.
0: Or you can send us an email via the Contact Us button on our site.
1: We'll catch you on the next show. Have fun and enjoy your tech.
0: Yes, please do. Frequencycast Shut Shutdown in progress.
1: Thanks for listening to today's Frequencycast. For news updates and to get in touch with us, go to frequencycast.co.uk.
0: While you're there, click the Add Us to iTunes button. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Just search for FrequencyCast.
1: Our shows are driven by your feedback, so please get in touch and tell your friends.